Welcome to Retiring Today, the podcast that guides you to and through retirement. I'm Molly Nelson, host of the podcast, here with Rochelle Smith, producer of the podcast, and we've got Lauren Merkel. He's a certified financial planner, a certified financial fiduciary, and a retirement income certified professional. All right, I'm going to lay it out. 2022, a miserable year for the markets, Lauren Merkel. It was not a fantastic year for the market. If you look at the broad indices, the NASDAQ was down 34%, the S&P 500 almost 20%, and people were looking at their 401k plans and IRAs almost weekly, some people, and just thinking to themselves, when is the misery going to end? Yeah, it was one of the worst years for the market since 2008. And let's talk about bonds, double-digit bond losses. Worse since 1976 when they keep track of these things. So the markets are miserable. We're established that. We might even talk about it a little bit more. But here's what we want to talk about today. Could this be a good thing? Could miserable markets last year be good news for you? I'm not sure we can look back in last year or most people are probably not going to look back at last year and say, wow, that was a really good thing that the bond markets were down double digits. The, the stock markets, uh, many of the indices were down double digits. But we don't have to despair completely because there are some really, really good things that you can take advantage of when we go through the down markets. And I think one of the important things to remember is down markets happen all the time. Recessions happen all the time. Recessions on average, we go through them every five to six years. And so if you're on the doorsteps of retiring or you are already retired and you're thinking, how, how can I go through times like this? Well, we have to get used to it. Uh, and, and literally, we should be used to it because we go through these on a periodic basis. And over the course of a 20 to 30 year retirement, you are probably, hopefully, you are going to see four or five, six different recessions. So it's a ma not a matter of, of, of if these things are going to happen. It's a matter of when and how your portfolio reacts when we do go through these times. Yeah, today we want to talk about three reasons to at least be optimistic after a miserable market. And you got to the first one right there, Lauren. It's all about perspective. This is part of a market cycle. And knowing that it's part of a market cycle can at least make you go, okay, that was supposed to happen. And when it happens, typically good things follow. Yeah, typically good things do follow. If we just look at 2008, that was the Great Recession, the last big recession that we, we went through. 2009 was a really good year. 2010, 11, 12, 13, 14, really all the way up until 2020, spring of, was a really prolific time in the stock market. And there, were, there if you could hang in there, and if you had a plan in place not to blow up when the markets did blow up and also to take advantage of some of the, the downturns and opportunities that the downturns do present, you really benefited from the last 10 to 15 years. And going forward, the next 10 to 15 years does not have to be any different. So we can take a, a look at what happened in 2008. We can even go back to the to the turn of the century, 2000, 2001, 2002. That was the the last time we saw three years in a row that the market was down. The last time we saw three years in a row that the market was down was the early 40s. So that doesn't happen very often. But when you couple 2000, 2001, 2002, and then 2008 together, that's how we get the lost decade. And that's what Warren Buffett coined the 2000 to 2010 because retail investors didn't make a lot of money. So some, some of you are thinking, are we going to go through another lost decade? Are we going to go through another prolific time in the, the market where we can really take advantage of some of these things? The way that I look at it is if you have the plans in place, the retirement plan 
that is yours, that accounts for anything that could happen and really takes the things that you can't control, which is the stock market and the economy. If you take all those things out of it and have a plan that is resistant to those and allows you to retire regardless, you can take advantage of whatever takes place, whether the market's up, whether the market's down. And most importantly, you can live the retirement that you want to. You can live out your retirement vision and it's all about being proactive and a little bit of reactiveness uh, along the way. And we want to get to what that plan looks like because I'm sure someone's going, okay, I like that idea. How do I build one of those? But let's keep talking a little bit about perspective because I think also what happened in 2022 does remind us that investing in the stock market unfortunately, for most people, is not a get-rich-quick type of thing. It's a long-term process. It should be a long-term process. And really, uh, think about it as a mechanism, a vehicle that's going to take you to where you want to go. It's not about getting rich. It's about living your lifestyle. It's about living your retirement. And there's a lot of a lot of different ways that you can use that vehicle, the stock market, the bond market, uh, in the alternatives market to accomplish what your retirement vision is. So we have to have patience. We have to have time. It's about time in the market, not time in the market. And we have to really level out our expectations of what this market is going to be able to do for us. Uh, if you're sitting here thinking, I'm going to, I'm going to bet all my, all my, uh, money on a couple different positions and just hope that it's going to carry, carry you through. That's probably probably not the way you want to go about it. Uh, if you are thinking, well, the stock market's really wild. The bond market has been really wild. It's not really a ride for me. So let's get out of it completely and go to, go to bank products or, or maybe a stable value that's offered underneath your 401k plan. Uh, that can be hazardous as well, because especially with inflation at six, seven, eight percent, you're making one, maybe one and a half, and and maybe you found a special at a, at a credit union or a bank and it's paying you four. Well, you're still safely losing money, so there has to be a really intentional approach to your portfolio construction that ideally involves a lot of different types of investments, which for many of you, most of you is probably going to involve to some degree uh, the stock market as well as the bond market. Yeah, let's dive into that safely losing money because I just had this conversation uh, with someone about about cash, about sitting on a lot of cash, especially uh if you're not quite yet ready to retire and explain that concept of safely losing money. Cause I know that the cash and sitting on a lot of it for some people just feels really safe. They love the security of having that much cash in the bank, but they don't realize that that cash can't do as much for them in 20 or 30 years when they go to retire as it can today. Yeah. And let me preface this by saying, I love cash. I love cash. I love lots, lots of cash. Uh, if you have a plan for how you are going to use that cash, but the concept of safely losing money is let's say you have you have cash at the bank and it's making one percent uh, inflation is at let's call it six so you're losing five percent net spending purchasing power on that money and that doesn't include taxes because that one percent let's say it's not in an in an ira right it's not in a tax deferred account so you're paying taxes on that one percent that you're gaining so it's not a true one percent gain to you uh which means you're you're losing even more uh you just don't see it because you're not logging into your bank account and seeing your hundred thousand dollars invested in cash is going down to 90 
you're not seeing it, but you will feel it. And if that's your long-term position, if that's your long-term strategy with that money, you're going to feel it long-term and it's, and it's, and it's going to hurt your, your overall prospects of being able to retire like you want to. Now, again, with that said, cash is a good thing. Cash is a good thing. I love having cash. Now it's a matter of how do you use that cash to your benefit and how you do that exactly is going to, is going to differ based on the situation that you're in. If you want to retire this year or maybe even next year, you can use that cash. You can use that cash with your tax planning. You can use that cash to deliver income and allow your investments to continue to recover from where it's at. If you're not going to retire for a number of years, wow, what an opportunity to deploy some of that cash in a really, really deliberate way into some of these investments that are at a heavy discount. And you can really take advantage of what we, you know, that misery that we went through last year in the market. So there's all kinds of opportunity out there. And the opportunity for you is going to be largely dependent upon the situation that you're in. You want to talk about Bitcoin? Who doesn't? (laughs) Everybody wants to talk about Bitcoin. Bitcoin, volatile, right? We've touched on it a little bit on this podcast. And I think your mantra has always been, yeah, maybe a little bit, but you don't want to, of course, have all your eggs in one basket. Bitcoin shed two thirds of its value in 2022. What do you make of that? And that's actually why most people don't want to talk about Bitcoin right now. I mean, it's it's not coming out of the lips of many people like it was a couple of years ago where everybody wanted to talk about uh, currency, digital currency and Bitcoin in particular. Um, if, you know, two things on digital currency and Bitcoin is the, the leader in digital currency is if you want to, if you want to have a piece of your retirement portfolio in digital currency, go for it, uh, research it, uh, and understand why you're using it. Now, to me, that would be one of those alternative investments. Uh, alternative investment is something different than a stock or a bond or cash. It's, it's could be a commodity. It could be a currency, traditional currency or digital currency. Uh, so the rules around that is make sure you ha- have a small portion of your portfolio, probably for, for digital currency, probably no more than 5% of your overall portfolio and something like that. Um, and then it is definitely a long-term play. Uh, in, in most people would probably be better off having way less than 5%, maybe even a 1% stake of their overall portfolio. And it's, uh, it is the wild, wild west of investing. We talked about that before in the TV show and the podcast. Uh, so hang on, it's going to be a wild ride and you might get lucky and hit a home run down the road. Yeah. Well, when you read about some of these Bitcoin billionaires, right? Some of these young people that got in at Bitcoin, they're already retired. I mean, I'm a little jealous, Lauren. That's what I want to do. <laughs> Get rich really quick. Come on. Yeah. That will happen for a very small, small percentage <laughs> small, of people. Small percentage of people. Uh, but uh, just like the Powerball or the Mega Millions, you can go out there and buy a <laughs> ticket and you can dream. But odds are it's not going to happen to you. So let's have a plan in place that can work, that we have a high confidence, high level of confidence, high probability that it's really going to work. Because after all, it's not about getting rich. It's about living the lifestyle that you want to live one day when you're no longer working. So we're looking at 2022, the miserable markets and what we can learn perspective. That's a good thing to have. The historical perspective, the and the fact that investing is a long-term process. The second thing you can look at with 2022 is look at it as a test. 
2022 was an excellent litmus test for how your portfolio will react. And I think it was a really good wake up call for, for many of us because we haven't seen this type of market movement as we discussed since 2008. So when we go through such a, such a good time frame in the markets, uh, it feels like our portfolio can't miss and the portfolio continues to go up over the, the last decade, decade and a half. Uh, it takes a year sometimes like 2022 for us to wake up and say, wait a minute, maybe I am more aggressive than what I previously wanted to be or even that I thought I was. And I think one of the one of the most painful parts of when we go through a year like 2022 is your expectations of your portfolio become misaligned with how much risk you're really taking. And what I mean by that is many people that we talk to for the first time, we talk about their portfolio, we talk about their portfolio expectations, and we talk about your risk appetite. And many times people say, well, I feel like I'm kind of conservative or maybe even moderately conservative. And then we do the analysis on your portfolio. And what we come back with is something completely different than what you thought you had from a risk standpoint in your portfolio. And it's a, it's a surprise. Uh, I would much rather have that type of surprise as opposed to the surprise that many people had in 2022, because many people in 2022 thought their portfolio might have been conservative, moderately conservative. And then you lost 25% of your portfolio thing. Wait a minute. I didn't have any idea I was taking that kind of risk in my portfolio. And so 2022 uh, is, is a good litmus test to see how much risk you're taking and then uh, analyze that and internalize that and say, does that feel good to you? Nobody likes to be down. Nobody likes to be down even 1%, let alone 20%. But you know when you're invested in the stock market, the bond markets, at-risk investments, at some point you're going to be down. So it's a matter of how much are you down and are you comfortable with that type of movement. So if you're looking in the rearview mirror at what happened last year and you're saying, wait a minute, that that's a little bit too much, well, now's an opportunity. Now's an opportunity to identify that's too much risk for you for your comfort level and what kind of changes should you make going forward? Because again, we're going to see this time and time again. We're in February. We're in February and the S&P 500 is up 7% this year already. So you, uh, many of you have probably seen your portfolio bounce back uh, in a really, really incredible way. So what an opportunity to take advantage of that bounce back, reevaluate what you saw last year, what you've seen this year, what you want to see going forward, and then make the next necessary changes. However, I would caution you that before you make portfolio adjustments, make a plan make a plan. The investment plan, which is what we're talking about largely here now, your portfolio, the is the investments. Your investment plan is one component of your overall retirement plan. You still need to have an income plan. You need to have a tax plan. You need to have a health care plan. You need to have a legacy plan. And the decisions that you make with each one of those components of your plan could impact what you decide to do with your overall investment plan. So a couple things come to mind. One, when you're thinking about your investment plan, identify how much risk you feel comfortable taking. And that's what 2022 can help a lot of a lot of you do. So identify how much risk you feel comfortable taking, but then also identify how much risk you need to take to accomplish what it is that you are trying to accomplish from a retirement planning standpoint. And that's where your retirement plan can help. That's where if when you create your retirement plan, you can say, here's the resources that you have. Here's what your retirement vision looks like. How much is it going to take on a monthly annual basis to accomplish that? And that's going to help you identify how much risk you need to take to accomplish what your retirement, retirement goals are. And then 
you can couple that with what your appetite for risk is and and then then make the changes, right? So don't just make changes to make changes. Don't just use a siloed approach and look at your investments. Look at all aspects of your retirement plan and then take advantage of the opportunities that the current market and current economic cycle presents. And when you say something like identify how much risk you need to take, that still feels a bit like a foreign concept. So for some people, it would be beneficial, I think, to see what does he even mean? What does this look like? And there is a good opportunity to do that, see what this looks like, because you do this with John and Sue in our Journey to Retirement Workshop. They have two, what, they have two portfolios, kind of two different risk levels, They're and then one of the portfolios gets them to their goals. Yes, make sure you take advantage of this online Journey to Retirement Workshop, because what we do is we've created a hypothetical couple named John and Sue. They're 62, both of them. They want to retire together, and they have some individual goals, but they also have a, a married goal. There are a couple married goals that they're trying to accomplish as well. And what we do through this online journey to retirement workshop is we show you what strategies John and Sue implement within their overall retirement plan to help them accomplish their retirement goals. So we're, we're talking about having a retirement plan. I talked about the five components of the plan, but you're probably sitting there thinking, what does that really mean? How does that really apply to me? And through the online journey to retirement workshop, you can see how it applies to John and Sue. And I can almost guarantee you, your goals will be different in some way, some fashion than John and Sue's, but the strategies that you can take out of it to implement almost immediately can have a really uh, positive impact on the creation of your retirement plan. Yeah. By me in the journey, you do what, like a high risk portfolio and a low risk portfolio and you kind of walk through what that looks like, what that even means. Cause those terms again, kind of arbitrary. And then you get to the goal at the end and it's a long-term play again. It's not what happens in a year with this portfolio. It's what happens over several years and, and, and show kind of two different totals and how it gets them to where they want to go. Yeah. John and Sue again are 62. So they're coming from the accumulation years, uh, their accumulation years, you know, when you're 40, you're 50, you're 60 years old, you're investing your portfolio probably different than how you want to invest it when you're retired. So John and Sue are going through that. Uh, and they have what we call a high volatility portfolio at the age of 62. And what we do is we walk you through how they can reconstruct their portfolio to what we call recession resistant portfolio. And es essentially that is exactly what it means is, is it, it changes from a portfolio of the high ups, the high downs, riding the market to a portfolio that is going to accomplish their income and long-term growth goals. Uh, and that's recession resistant, regardless of what happens to the markets, regardless of what happens to the economy, regardless of what happens to all, about all these different things that John and Sue can't control. They want to make sure that they can receive the income that they want to receive when they can receive it. And they also want to have a high probability of not being able to run out of money before they run out of time. And that's what the recession resistant portfolio does for John and Sue. That's what it can do for you. And through the online journey to retirement workshop, we show you how they do that. You can sign up for the online Journey to Retirement Workshop by going to retirewithmerkle.com. Merkel is spelled M-E-R-K-L-E. We will put this link right in the show notes. It's pretty easy. You go there, you get to choose a time and a date that works for you. Then we'll follow up, send you a Journey to Retirement kit. Then you can sit down with your kid. It's got a great workbook in it. You can follow along with the Journey to Retirement Workshop and learn about all the things that John and Sue go through, the decisions they have to make, how they live out their retirement vision. Lauren, at the end of 2022, you send out an email to the families and individuals we worked with, and you said, what a great year it had been. It was a great year, despite what the markets had done. I mean, I read the email. We, we worked on it together. You said to them, this has been a great year. And you want to know why it's been a great year? Because every single one of you that are reading this email 
you either stayed retired or you stayed on track for retirement. And that is the most important part. And we talk about that aspect of retirement planning all the time is there's so many different things out there that nobody can control. What you can control is your retirement plan. And what you can also control is how, whether or not you stay retired. The markets should not dictate whether or not you can retire or whether or not you can stay retired. And that's contrary to what a lot of people saw the last great recession in 2008. I mean, you probably know of people who had to come out of retirement or had to postpone their retirement based on losing 30 to 50% of their portfolio in 2008. That does not have to happen. And that didn't happen to our families because they have that plan in place. They have the recession resistant portfolio. They were prepared for the market volatility. I mean, nobody really knew what was going to happen in 2020 with COVID in the spring. Nobody really knew what was going to happen in 22. And by the way, none of us really know what's going to happen in the markets this year. I mean, we can talk about it. We can talk about our opinions. I have my opinions, but it doesn't mean that's what's going to happen. But what we do know is that if you focus on your plan, if you can focus on the things that you can control, then you can stay retired or you can retire as planned regardless of what happens this year in the markets, next year, or the following year. What I like about these recession-resistant portfolios that the retirement planners help people build is that they're not just a sit back and wait. They're not, oh, there's a down market, there's nothing we can do first off, you built the plans ahead of time. So you're anticipating down markets will come. But when they do come, there's some action steps people can take. And what a better way to go through these downturns that are inevitably going to take place. If you have an action plan that are filled with very strategic steps that you can take to take advantage of these downturns in the market, how much better are you going to feel when we go through these downturns in the market? That And that's the exact experience that the families that we work with went through in 2022 and in 2020 and even in 2018 when when the uh, we went through two corrections in that year. And the phone calls and the visits that we have with the families that we work with last year, they were very up-tempo, very upbeat because we already had the plan in place for when we go through these times. And they're bringing those strategies to us are saying, hey, is this go time? Because we coined it. We coined some of these action steps, go, go time. So they're saying, is this go time? Is it time to go? Is it time to do these Roth conversions? Is it time to implement the tax loss harvesting? Is it time to uh, shift money from this bucket to this bucket? Right? They were they were excited about these oppor- this opportunity that the downturn in the markets took because of really two things. One is they, their portfolio didn't blow up. Were a lot of our family's portfolios down last year? Absolutely. But they weren't down anywhere near like what the market was, and they weren't down enough to create excess emotional disturbance. And our families knew that they could still retire or or keep retired like we, we had planned. Yeah, they weren't down enough that anyone felt like, I need to go back to work if I don't, you know, if they didn't want to, if that's not something they didn't want. Right. If the market, if the markets are down 25 and you're down eight, that's a good experience, uh, and we can. And, and the second reason that that the visits were very up tempo is we had action steps in place that everybody in those visits knew we were going to take, and those action steps were going to benefit them once eventually we do come out of this market downturn. So there's absolutely no reason to be upset. There's absolutely no reason to be uh, emotionally disturbed or have excess stress because of what these markets did for those two reasons, and that's an absolutely empowering way to go through these times that we can't control. So taking advantage of the miserable markets of 2023, some perspective, 
seeing it as a test of your portfolio. And then the third thing, Lauren, is adjust. You can take action. Yeah, now it's time for you to take action. Re- review what took place in 2022 and if with your portfolio as well as your overall plan. One, if you don't have a plan, which most people don't. So if you don't, don't feel bad about it, but take action. Create a plan. Uh, if you don't want to do it or can't do it or, or want to engage in somebody else to help you build that plan, it doesn't matter. Just make sure you have a plan in place. And for every family that we work with, every family has a customized plan that it re- relates to their specific goals. Your portfolio. If you didn't like what happened in 2022, if it went down too much for your comfort level or threatened your overall retirement probabilities, take action. The market's back up uh, and and you don't want to go through that again because we know the markets. What do the markets do? They go up. And they go down. Yes. Exactly. They've always done that. You guys are good. That was right on cue. Yeah. They always have. Should sing next time. Oh, yeah. A jingle. A good, that's a good idea. Okay. We'll okay. We're going to keep this moving. <laughs> they have always done, before the singing comes out, the markets have always gone up and down. They always will go up and down. And it's a matter of not letting those markets destroy your retirement. It's about using that market volatility, that market movement to help you do what you want to do. So evaluate last year. If you liked it, great. Maybe maybe you're on course. If you didn't like it, take action, reevaluate, and create a plan. And I think a great place to get started is this online journey to retirement workshop, because not only does it show you what a retirement plan looks like, it shows you all the decisions that are coming if you're getting ready to retire, because there is a lot that you've never had to decide before or never had to do before. So you're going to get a really great picture of what's ahead. One of the hardest parts about creating a retirement plan is where do you get started? It's one of the biggest challenges that that pre-retirees have to overcome. First of all, what is a retirement plan? You're going to find through the online Journey to Retirement Workshop. But then also it's going to give you a vehicle, a vessel to help you get started. And I think you're going to probably come out of that a little bit more motivated because it does answer some questions and it gives you a real roadmap to this mystical retirement plan that many people don't understand the components that go into it. So coming out of that online journey to retirement workshop, you'll have a much better understanding of what a retirement plan is and then how to take action to get yours created. And taking control. So when miserable markets hit like 2022, you don't feel like you're a victim to the stock market. So here's the information you need. RetireWithMerkel.com. Remember, Merkel is spelled M-E-R-K-L-E. We put the link right in our show notes. There you can sign up for the online journey to retirement workshop. Once you do, we're going to send you a kit. The kit's going to have a workbook. The workbook is full of information. There's even more stuff in the workbook that's than that's in the online Journey to Retirement workshop. So you're going to get a lot of neat stuff if you sign up for this, and you're going to learn a lot of great stuff. You know where else you're going to learn a lot of great stuff? This podcast. It's Retiring Today, and we thank you for listening. Merkle Retirement Planning is an independent financial services firm helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of investments and insurance products to custom suit their goals and objectives. Any information discussed in these shows is for educational purposes only and should not be construed as investment, tax, or legal advice. Investment advisory services are offered through Elite Retirement Planning, LLC. Insurance services are offered through MRP Insurance, LLC. We're, we're in January, and January has had a really good buildup. The S&P 500 is up 7% this month. Al- I'm sorry, we're January. in February. Yeah, I, again, yeah. <laughs> I just, right at the same time, I think we both were like, wait. <clears throat>